Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard the man. You know where you are. This is the Cashflow Guys Podcast. I am Tyler Chef, your host, and I hope you guys have had a great week. I know I have. I have been busy, very, very busy, getting the RV ready, getting it packed up, getting the new battery bank and solar system installed. And man, let me tell you, I have learned a lot about electricity in the last couple weeks. And I had to give a shout out to my favorite electrician for coming out and bailing me out of that that uh, 120, 220, 240, 360, whatever it is mess. I tell you, I'm a 12 volt guy, right? I can fix a John boat. I can fix bow lights and things like that. But you get into 120, oof, a little bit out of my comfort zone. Anyway, let's talk about how to get unstuck, shall we? This week, I want to talk about I'm, a lot of folks get stuck. And that's one of the reasons why I do the ask Tyler thing, right? So you go to cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler. You can get on the phone with me. You book a, a time slot, get on the phone with me, talk about the weather, talk whatever you want. But a lot of folks tend to, to use that opportunity to help them get unstuck. And that's something that a lot of folks, ha- that's a problem that a lot of folks have is frankly getting stuck, not sure where you're going to, what you're going to do, what your exit strategies are going to be, what your investor identity is. And I look at my job there during that call to number one to listen to you but to ask good questions so that i can learn more about where you're at and then give you some solid advice but what i find is that when i ask good questions it helps the folks kind of evaluate where they're at right because there's a lot of questions they may not have an answer to or they don't like the answer they come up with and that helps them think through the process i think this is a very important part of going through it and then i talk to to, when i come up with ideas I talk to friends and family and, and um, colleagues of mine when I come up with some ideas. And trust me, when I tell you, I come up with some harebrained stuff. You can ask my wife. She'll, she'll just shake her head like, oh, my God. Yeah, he's always thinking about something. That said, it's good to have someone to bounce things off of. And that's why I do that. So if you want to take advantage of that, you need some help getting unstuck, go to cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler. That will give you the opportunity to book a 15-minute time slot on my calendar. And we'll get on the phone and have a great conversation. Again, there's nothing for sale. There's no no sales pitch, none of that garbage. I'm not doing any of that. I just want to help you guys get over the finish line and get you pointing in the right direction. So with that, let's talk about how to get unstuck. Uh, the, you know, a lot of things going on right now. The markets are hot everywhere, pretty much. Everybody's, you know, some places the market, they see things are slowing down. Other places they're they're getting hotter by the minute. And, you know, a lot of people think basically have, have are going through this fear of missing out. Gee, I wish I would have done i wish i would have or boy imagine if i would have bought this in 2010 after the crash what a great deal i would have got you're seeing uh, triplexes i've seen a triplex recently four hundred thousand dollars for a triplex that's bringing in i think it was two thousand dollars in income it just doesn't make sense and you got a lot of folks out there making very dangerous decisions and huge mistakes because they're just so excited to get in the game they're not using good logic when they're doing their numbers. They're overlooking things. I just had one. On, I saw one on a Facebook group today where the guy allowed 5% for vacancy on a class C property. I hate to tell you, you're going to have a lot more vacancy than that on a class C or class D property. The vacancy rate's probably 15, 20% on class D. I can tell you that right now. Class C, it's a solid 10, 15%. And that's in most markets. Now you can lie to yourself and think that's going to be less. But the reality of it is, folks, unless somebody can prove to you otherwise and the owner is going to stay on and manage the property and guarantee the occupancy, you're going to see some vacancy loss, okay? Just a, a tenant turnover, if you have to paint and change floor coverings, tile, carpet, whatever, you're going to spend a couple weeks doing that. So to use up a month's worth of vacancy just on a, on a turnover is quite likely, depending on how the tenant left the unit. 
that's just the reality of things. And the lower you go in rent spectrums, the worse the turnovers become. So keep that in mind. Now, a lot of folks waited on the sidelines since the last crash. And now they're thinking, man, I got to get in the game. I got to get in the game right now. I got to get in the game. I got to hurry up. And I've had people actually verbalize this. I got to get in the game before the market crashes again. Well, wait a minute. Well, first of all, why are you trying to time the market? How do you time the market effectively? There has been nobody on the planet that has ever been able to prove to me that it's even possible to time the market. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot time the market. So when it comes to getting unstuck, I want you to stop thinking about what the market's doing. Okay. You're not uh, Warren Buffett and neither am I. And frankly, he got, he took a bath in the market. Everybody does. You know, Warren Buffett loses money all the time. He makes a lot of money, but he also loses. Anybody that tells you otherwise isn't paying attention. That said, don't worry so much about what the other guy's doing. Don't focus so much on what the, you think the value of the property is, or they think the value of the property is and yada, yada, yada. None of that really matters. What really matters guys is income minus expenses equals net profit. That's what, that's what matters. And what matters even more than that is not speculating. Don't guess on anything. Back everything up with data, with factual data. Okay, look at the source of the data. Determine if it's factual. Today in this day and age, it's harder and harder to get factual information because, let's be honest, brokers embellish on, on the numbers. The sellers, the wholesalers are terrible at it. You know, this thing needs five bucks worth of rehab and it's missing its roof. That's just the reality of things. People lie and they misrepresent and they sugarcoat or whatever, however you want to call it. I like to call it bullshit. They, they'll, they'll, the numbers are not accurate. Therefore, when you're making projections based on inaccuracies, you're going to get hurt. So how do you get past that? You get stuck in analysis paralysis, right? You get, you can't move because you listen to me, you took my advice and you're like, well, geez, Tyler, if I can't believe any of their numbers, what can I do? I'm screwed. I'm not going to be able to buy anything now because I, I got to believe their numbers or I'm not going to be able to buy anything. I can't find a deal. Folks, you don't find deals. It drives me crazy when I see people saying this. I can't find a deal. You don't find deals, boys and girls. You create them. And the only way to create a deal is to find somebody that has a compelling need to sell. The end. That doesn't mean going on Zillow and finding the thing that just hit the market that's brand new and pretty. That's not going to help you. How are you going to get unstuck? A lot of you feel like it's too late right now, right? Thinking, well, the market's already on its way down, so I'm not going to. It's too late. I don't have time to go out there and find people to fund my deals. I don't have time to market, to flip properties or wholesale or whatever your thing is. You know, it's too late. That's crap. That's absolute garbage. And I'll tell you why. Because there are always going to be people that have problems. There are always going to be people that are motivated to sell. I don't care whether the market's up, down, in between. Frankly, I think the market is a lie anyway. I don't even think there is such a thing as a market. You know, you go to the store, that used to be called a market. People talk about the stock market. Well, that's a whole different thing. That's trading intangibles based on numbers. We're talking about assets here, folks, actual, you know, physical assets. I don't care what the guy next door is doing with his house. I could care less because I'm not a house flipper because house flippers are poor. I don't care how good they are on it, at it. They're poor. They're, they don't, they're, it's not a tax advantage strategy. The people that are buying and holding rental properties are the, are the real winners. Those are the people that are going to make the money. Those are the people that are going to avoid legally taxation. They're going to put themselves in a position to where they eliminate their tax obligation. And if you eliminate your tax obligation, you can add anywhere from 25 to as much as 50 or 60% to your bottom line by simply changing how you earn your money. So when you're focused about, when you're stuck about what should I do, you know, Max Maxwell tells me I should wholesale. Actually, he's smarter than that. He sells wholesaling courses, but Max Maxwell 
is wholesaling, but he's one of the few people that's actually buying rental properties, right? Most wholesalers go out there, they flip a house, they wholesale a house, or a house flipper goes out and flips a house. They pay off everybody. They pay off their hard money guy, their loan shark. And by the time it's all said and done, they're worn out. They might make 20 grand. And when they make their 20 grand, it just disappears. It's gone. And then they're back to it again. So it's a wicked path that you never seem to get off of. It's like being, it's definitely being on a, on a hamster wheel. So that said, if you're stuck, tune everything else out and focus on buying rental property. Just focus on buying a duplex or a small house or something like that. If, if the thought of doing something larger is overwhelming, if you're hanging out with the, the syndicator crowd, the, the locker room crowd, where they say you're not cool unless you have 10,000 doors, the hell with them. Because the reality of it is, as I said in Doors Over Dollars a couple episodes ago, most of these syndicators that you're seeing on Facebook are broke. They don't really have any money, and they only own a little sliver of a much larger deal. You buy a 100-unit deal with 100 people, and everybody gets a percent, you got one door. Big deal. Who cares? Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, folks, don't focus on what everybody else is doing. Get off of Facebook. There's nothing on Facebook for you. Those of you that have capital to invest, please do not invest with strangers off of Facebook. That when people advertise for to raise money on Facebook, that is a screaming declaration that they are lazy and they do not care about adding value because they're not willing to do the work to build a relationship with you. They're going to let Mark Zuckerberg try to do it for you. Okay, So don't get all caught up on that either. Go out there and meet people and shake hands. Ask questions. Focus on solving problems. Anytime you get stuck at something, it's because you're trying to focus on what's for sale. You're trying to make a lot of money in a short period of time. And I'm here to tell you, boys and girls, that's not how this game is played. It's just not. You've got to get, you're not going to make any money buying perfect properties. So when you see something that lately there's this trend in my market, a lot of people are buying multifamilies, they're overpaying for them, and the, the house flippers I'm talking about because they're having a hard time finding a good deal on houses, which is just laughable. But um, they're having a hard time finding a good deal on the front end. That's mainly because they don't have any marketing plan in place. Their marketing is old and ineffective. If, you got, if you're the guy that's sticking We Buy Houses signs and postcards on the street corner in the mailbox, well, you're going to have to innovate, right? You got to change the times to get better leads. So let's say these house flippers go and buy these little multifamilies and they overpay because the landlords want them too. So they usually get the really nasty ones. Then what they do is they go rehab them as if they're going to flip them and flip them like they would a, a regular house. So what you find is you've got granite countertops and all the stuff going on. Well, that's a problem, right? That's because what you've done is you've over-improved the property. You have absolutely over-improved the property. And now the, the new person that comes in, the buyer, they're going to do the rent calculations. But, and here's a good example. I saw a duplex recently priced at $275,000. Market rent in the area is $1,800. So for me, I take $1,800 and I'm going to see what is $1,800 worth to me in a purchase price, right? So I do my calculations and that tells me that's worth... About 80 grand. And how do I do that? Take 1800 your rent, divide it by 1.5%, or I'm sorry, 120 grand. That That's what it's worth to me. I'll pay up to 120,000. And uh, after that, I'm done. I'm not going to pay anymore. I'm not going to let myself get screwed here. Okay. I'm not going to succumb to the pressure of the market, quote unquote. Instead, I'm going to focus on doing deals that make me money because then I can be a responsible landlord. So here's the thing. If you put your blinders on, you're, you go into tunnel vision mode, your only, in, your only thing to focus on is income minus expenses equals cash flow. 
Well, so when you come up with whatever that number is for you, what type of cash on cash return are you going to do? If you decide that you're going to do 15% cash on cash return, that makes sense to you and you're going to buy properties, then fine. You stay there and keep those blinders on. Here's a short story. A One of my students came to me and said, hey, I've got some money sitting in a 401k. I changed jobs. I want to transfer that over after being in the, he was in the mastermind with me in my coaching program. He said, I want to transfer that over into a self-directed IRA. Of course, he's a smart guy. And what's funny is um, he, he works in this in the stock market industry. Okay, He works in the financial planning industry, but he's rolling his money over to a self-directed IRA, smart man, and he's going to buy real estate. So we talked about it. And I asked him the question. I said, what type of return makes sense for you? And he says, I want to see at least 15%. And I said, plus appreciation. Of course, he was probably a little surprised that I went that high. Maybe he thought I was going to raise capital from him, whatever, which but knowing him and the fact that he has all the tools, he doesn't really need me to invest his money for him. So what I did for him is I put on my realtor hat and we're working on finding him an opportunity that maybe has some seller financing for a portion of it because he doesn't have all the money to pay cash for a property. And he's going to buy himself a little duplex with his IRA. And that duplex, I guarantee you, will turn far more than a 15% cash on cash return. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, no problem. It's going to happen and he's going to supercharge his retirement plan. Somebody else is going to pay off that seller's note if that's the case. And he's going to build equity and all that good stuff is going to happen so it's a win-win, right? So yes, folks, if you need those services, and I probably don't do a really good job of quote-unquote advertising those services that I offer here on the show, if you're looking for great opportunities for a rental property, you want to buy and hold rental property, small multifamilies, I have a team of realtors that work for me directly, and we as a team, and you'll be working with me and my buyer's agents, will find you opportunities in the Tampa Bay area that make sense, we're licensed realtors. That's what we do. We're always looking for those opportunities. We're already doing the direct mail marketing and we're doing digital marketing and all kinds of marketing to find opportunity and then turn that opportunity to deal. So if you're looking to get a nice solid return, your money, these are, you will be the owner of the property. We're not raising money from you. You, you wind up becoming the buyer. If you get a mortgage, we'll help you with that process. We've got a great source of uh, local lenders that get investors, all that. I don't want to get off on a big tangent, but we can set it up to you for you to where you can leverage all of our team members uh, in the transaction. So you set, basically step right into the same role that I would if when I'm a buyer. Now you're probably thinking, but Tyler, don't deal with realtors. You don't want to deal with realtors. You tell us not to deal with realtors. So the difference is, guys, yes, we find opportunity. We turn it into deals. Why do we do that? Because we deal with the damn decision maker. The agents that work with me deal with the decision makers. We don't try to jump through hoops and go through all the BS and the gatekeepers if we can avoid it. And that's the difference. So to make that happen, info at cashflowguys.com. So that is opportunities out there. I don't, normally don't buy the smaller stuff anymore. I focus on more of the medium-sized stuff or the, the small to medium. So there's lots of opportunity on there. You're not competing with me at all. We're happy to help you if you want and more information about that. Send an email to info at cashflowguys.com, info at cashflowguys.com, or use that Ask Tyler link to get on my calendar, and let's find you something that makes sense. Anyway, enough on that tangent. You're not going to get any real success buying or focusing on the pretty stuff that doesn't have any problems. Now, when I mean problems, I don't necessarily mean just the ugly houses or ugly apartment buildings or ugly trailer parks. I mean the sellers having issues. So that means... You're going to have to do some marketing, right? You're going to get in front of people and let them know that your job is to solve problems, 
Okay. Once they understand that your job is to solve problems, people will start to come to you. People aren't going to say, Hey, buy my apartment building. It's such a great deal. The sellers, the guy that's for sale or the girl that's for sale always wants top dollar, right? When do you ever see a property that's advertised cheap without there being some major catch? So I want you to stop focusing on what's for sale. Forget about what the broker says. Forget about what you see on foot on Facebook. Forget about what some wholesaler emails you because everybody there is trying to sell you something. And when they're trying to sell you something, the opportunity for you to solve a problem is diminished because you've got a salesperson in the middle. I've said this on the last couple episodes. I'm going to say it again. So let's not focus so much on the turnkey opportunity, the this, the that, the whatever. Let's focus on actually getting ourselves in front of people where we can solve problems. How do you do that? Well, you can use direct mail. You can use Facebook ads. You can use, I don't care, you bandit signs. You can use whatever you want. Bottom line is people need to understand what you're looking for. When people understand what you're looking for and you're, you are consistent in that message, people will start to bring you opportunity. I get deal sourcing like it's going out of style because I'm constantly telling people what we look for, what we're cons- what we will consider. Okay. That said, if nobody knows what you're looking, nobody's going to bring you anything. Ever don't know, ever wonder why a unicorn hasn't showed up at your front door? Well, that's because the unicorn didn't know that you were looking for him. Okay. So you have to let people know you have to educate people. For me, one of the ways I do that is this podcast. Another way I do that is I have people on my payroll that go down to the eviction courts every so often and sit there and listen. And we look for trends. We look for property managers that continue to have evictions over and over and over again. That tells me that the property managers are probably not making the best choices when it comes to tenants. Same thing goes with landlords. When I see a trend, that's what we call a financial clue, right? That's a, that's a hint that something's not going as it should. And there's a problem that we could probably solve. It's like, well, the managers are terrible at their job. Great. So I know that anytime Acme Management Company manages a property or gets a new property, it's going to be a problem. So how do you do that? Well, you probably follow, the, follow them on Facebook or follow them on Instagram because here's one thing you can count on. When people actually accomplish something, the first thing they'll probably do is put it out on social media in most cases. So if Acme Property Management gets a new property, they're probably going to put a little press release out there or something like that. We just took over the such and such property or ask around, get to know people in the market, get to know people that are doing things and making moves and getting things handled. And those people are going to help you learn about what's going on in the market. They're going to help you see trends, okay? Education can be overdone, folks, okay? Think about the the acronym FOCUS, okay? FOCUS is a word, but it also means follow one course until successful. That doesn't mean chase after 15 rabbits. It doesn't mean I got to be a wholesaler and then I can someday maybe get rich. No, you're not. You're going to be poor for the rest of your life. The only people you're going to make rich is Michael Quarles and yellowletter.com and webuyhouses.com and that's who you're going to make rich. You're not going to get rich. You're going to work your ass off. You're going to get excited when you get a pissant $20,000 assignment fee, which is chump change, guys. A rental house can make you a hell of a lot more than a $20,000 assignment fee. I can tell you that. Just the tax savings alone from a rental house exceeds that. No doubt. That's not even including cash flow, folks. So how do you learn more about this? Well, you start by reading the little purple books. Where do you get the little purple books? You go to Amazon or you go to cashflowguys.com forward slash books. And right there, I list out some of my recommended reading. It starts with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Then it goes to Cashflow Quadrant. Then it goes to How to Win Friends and Influence People. Then it goes to the ABCs of Real Estate Investing. And then it goes to the Advanced Guide of Real Estate Investing, written by Ken McElroy, who's a Rich Dad advisor. And then I've got Building Wealth One House at a Time by John Schaub. He's a local real estate investor. He's a single-family house guy. But he keeps it simple. He buys a house that'll cash flow, and then he puts a tenant in there, and it cash flows, and then he moves on and gets another one, and another one and another one, and so on and so on. Equity Happens talks about the whole picture. 
book written by uh, Robert Holmes and Russell Gray, which I'm told they're supposed to be releasing an update to that book, which I'm really excited for that to come out because that's one of my favorite real estate books of all time is Equity Happens. It's written in story format. It's a really great book. So folks, think about these things. Think about what I said. Understand that the media is lying to you, but the little purple books, they keep lighting the way. Think of them like a lighthouse. Those little purple books make sense. It's logic. If you focus on income, passive income even, you buy rental properties and the people send you money every month. That's so much better than going to a closing table and getting a $20,000 check that the IRS is going to tax you at the highest rate allowed by law. So you're giving the IRS half and some of you guys are going, you mean I got to pay taxes on the wholesale commissions I made? Yes, you do. You bet your bippy. So that said, change how you earn your income. That itself provides a stream of income, okay? It's about assets over liabilities. Wholesaling is not going to get you there. And at the end of the day, folks, you go out and do all the work to set up a great deal based on what you think a great deal is, and then you sell it to somebody else. What the hell would you do that for? That's just dumb. So, folks, think about it. How to get unstuck. Number one lesson, again, recap before we hang up here. Number one way to get unstuck is to pick up the damn phone and get and talk to me. I will help you get unstuck, okay? It doesn't cost anything. It's absolutely free. There's no catch. There's no sales pitch. You just go to cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler or cashflowguys.com forward slash book Tyler, either one, and get on the phone with me and let's make it happen, okay? I want you to have fun. I want you to get out there making money. I want you to have a good life. I want you to be financially free. Guys, it's kind of cool being on the side of the equation. I got to tell you, I like having that passive income. So let's get started. Let's get in the right direction. I encourage you to pick up the phone and make it happen. Even if it's just sending an email, you're not comfortable talking, whatever, make it happen, guys. All right. I hope you have a great week and I will catch up with you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.